1: evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Rock and Roll Union Podcast. My name is C.T. McManus, and for the next two hours, it is my job to take your mind off the craziness of the world out there and get it refocused in on some good old-fashioned rock and roll. We have a great show for you this evening, guys. We're going to be featuring one of the baddest local bands around. We're talking none other than February's Band of the Month as we become ghosts. Guys, really excited to talk to them. They have a lot of great new stuff out, man, and we're going to be digging into that. We're going to be digging into the band's history, and we're going to be touching base on just about everything, man. We're going to be joined by the whole band. We won't be hearing uh, from Dave until later on in the show. He, of course, is working. uh, he, He works as a nurse. He's on the front lines of that COVID situation, and to uh, talk a little bit about that COVID situation. If you guys have not heard yet, uh, my household kind of got thrown into it. My wife is suffering from COVID, man. She's bedridden. It's been an ugly week, but we're doing our best to just keep moving on. She's getting a little bit better as time goes on. So guys, just do your best to stay safe out there. If you can get your vaccine, make sure you do so. It's not a joke, man. Any of those people out there that are telling you that COVID is just something made up, don't pay attention to it, man, because I know it firsthand. Touching base a little bit with our our, uh, sponsors and our partnerships. Right now, uh, I'd like to bring up Rosenfeld Dental Associates located at 1095 Inman Avenue in Edison, New Jersey. They're five minutes from Metro Park. You can find them at www.njsmile.com. Once again, that's www.njsmile.com. Come rock or smile with the rock doc. David Rosenfeld nominated one of New Jersey's top dentists for 2020. Discounts apply for Rock and Roll Union members. Just make sure you tell them that CT sent you. Also, I have a big order. I'm really excited it should be in at any moment. Uh, we've we've restocked brand new 2021 Rock and Roll Union t-shirts. That, of course, is from Phoenix Custom Printing. All your printing needs, whether it be for your Rock and Roll merchandise, for playing live out, and you, you've got to have that merch with you, or... If you're looking to step up your your family gatherings or little league teams or anything like that, you can reach out to Phoenix Custom Printing. That's 410-206-2081. Once again, that phone number is 410-206-2081. You can find them at Inc. at gmail.com. You let them know that CT and the Rock and Roll Union sent you, you'll get 20% off your total order, man. You cannot beat that. Also, the home of Pick, Sticks, and Laminates, my boy over at Brett Hunk Customs, guys. He has done custom picks for us. We have our Rock and Roll Union picks. Uh, We have necklaces being made as I speak. That phone number is 410-508-1233. If you're looking to give a little something special to that drummer in your life, he's got custom sticks. If you're looking to uh, like I did a new form of business card, man, if you're in the music scene. Really works a whole lot better than paper sometimes. Those are those picks. And if you're working and you're doing some kind of uh, backstage pass, VIP pass, things along that line, he's got your laminates covered too, guys. You want to make sure you reach out to Brett Hunt. It's 410-508-1233. Once again, that number is 410-508-1233. Really, really... Uh, looking forward to this evening guys get our minds right for a little while and uh you know it's been a little while i was off last week due to impending illness coming in but uh we're going to go and listen to one of new uh one of the new as we become ghosts this is firefly
2: Hey, this is a total package, Lex Luger. You're listening to the VOC Nation. You don't miss out.
0: Check out In The Room. Every Tuesday night
3: at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star, Stro Maestro, Kathy Fist, Matt Grimm.
1: And you know, and there, too. Right, Ray? We sure are. And we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Was
3: I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings.
1: And then nothing.
3: I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so
4: ridiculous.
3: We were getting into like snuff film territory there.
4: In the room.
3: 9 p.m. Eastern
0: on VOC Nation.
4: Rocky war everybody loves granny
0: Wow yeah see a lot of people don't know that <laughs> yes there you
4: guys are busting me
0: up catch wrestling with history with Ken Resnick and I live on voc nation.com Wednesday nights at 9 30 Eastern time or listen to the podcast by searching voc nation radio network on your favorite podcast app.
3: Rock and Roll Union and North Step Productions in conjunction with Ray Atlantic City proudly present Jersey Shore Jam 2. May 15th, featuring As We Become Ghosts and Rat Rod. It's been a long, cold winter, and now it's time to rock. Also appearing, the Rock and Roll Union house band Shades of Grey playing all of your favorites from the 60s to now. All COVID regulations will be in place Tickets are available at eventbrite.com and are extremely limited, so get them before they run out. Doors open at 6 and showtime is at 7. Rat Rod, As We Become Ghosts and Shades of Grave. Jersey Shore Jam 2, May 15th at Boo Ray, 201 South New York Avenue, Atlantic City. Did I mention there's free parking? Don't miss it.
4: Yo, this is Jerry Stein of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian, now nah, i sure you're ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in this mother. Get ready. Nasty sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network.
1: Welcome back to the Rock Roll Union Podcast, guys. As you heard in the commercial break, as we become ghosts, as part of that big Jersey Shore Jam 2 event down in Atlantic City at Bureau. April, I'm sorry, May 15th, Jersey Shore Jam 2. We also have an event coming before then, if you guys missed it. We are doing a co-promotion with uh, Northstep. Same venue, but about a month earlier, Rock and Roll Union and Northstep probably present Roxy Blue. Uh, you guys, you guys are going to see a lot of good up-and-coming rock bands opening for them as well. We got Turnal Crush. We have The Goons. And we have Zenora, man. Really, really good show. But right now, it is my pleasure to bring on board to you guys. They are February's Artist of the Month for the Rock and Roll Union. This is As We Become Ghosts. Guys, how are you?
2: Good, man. Hey, Who's hey. uh, all there?
1: So we have, I believe we have everybody on the line, but Dave. Uh, guys, uh, Dave unfortunately, I don't have caller ID on this system could you guys tell me who you are uh in the band and what you play and introduce yourself a little bit you dave is here
5: (laughs) dave Uh, is is
1: here Dave, i was told you might you might not be here until later on
5: yeah yeah it's uh fortunately things worked out at work where uh we wasn't so busy and uh they let me go early and
1: hey i'm here on
5: time so dave Wood, great guitar
1: So, Dave, you are the newest member of the band. Uh, you're the bass player. Uh, Rock and Roll Union has known you for a long time and really excited that you guys hooked up with, uh, that you hooked up with As We Become Ghosts. And uh, you you want to talk a little bit about how that came into play?
5: Uh, I think it was a recommendation from from you. I, I had a couple people um, uh send me some suggestions uh, after I was let go by uh, my previous band uh, Machines of Penalty and those guys are still awesome by the way uh, they were all professional about it and you know it was just a, uh, a difference in um, I don't know it, it, it's hard to say but it was just uh, they're were, they were great guys I enjoy playing the music but uh, it just really wasn't as cohesive uh, uh, on my end uh, they were Looking for a bass player that could do a lot more than I could uh, technically, right. uh, and they replaced me with a, with one probably one of the ba- great best bass players in the area, Stephen Beach. You know, he's he's awesome. So, but uh, anyway, but um, so after that happened, um, it, it was either you or uh, and I had a couple people instant message me saying, "Hey, these guys are looking for a bass player." So, uh, it was back in December where uh, I sent a instant message to uh, to Mickey and and I saw their online advertisement too on Facebook um and I, I checked them out, I'm like, dude, you know, I I all I had to do was hear the first, you know, five measures of Trapped in the Echoes and I was like, you know what I, I have to try out for this band. Um <laughs> and, and, yeah. <laughs> I mean it's 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 just that addicting. And um, you know, they say when one door closes another opens and and, and this was certainly the case. Um uh, you know, I, I had the audition in December and then uh, things got a little busy, and then we did a second audition, uh, pretty much as soon as the uh, as the new year hit. And uh, you know, Mick said, "Yeah, you, you know, you, you got the gig." I, I was I was beyond elated. I, I made it quite known to them that, "Hey, I want this gig. You know, I, I want to be in this band, and I want I want to see this thing take off because I'm I'm in love with the music, and and you know, the first love was the music, and, and the guys are. You know, they've accepted me as their brother, and um, not to get all mushy, but uh, you know, it's definitely become uh, a family atmosphere, and uh, for that, I'm, I'm very appreciative and uh, and thankful.
1: Now, how would you say uh, as we become ghosts is different than what you were used to previously, or some of the bands that you were involved in previously? Without bringing up names, uh, what made this experience different for you?
5: Uh, you know, Machines of Penalty was, um, was, uh, it was something different, and uh, I hadn't done anything any of their kind of music before that was that harder, heavier, uh, thrashier kind of stuff. Uh, and it was fun to play, and it was a great learning experience. Um, that being said, my heart, uh, and even in the, in, the, in the shows that I play with Machines of Penalty, and the other bands that were playing in those shows, you know, my heart wasn't in those shows because it was on the stage, of course. But my heart wasn't, as a fan, uh, wasn't uh, into those shows because I'm not into the screamo metal right. um, type scene. That's just you know no, nothing wrong with it if you like it. It's just it's just not what uh, not what uh, it, it's not what my preference is. I'm I'm kind of right. more the the mainstream, uh, in the pocket, w- straight up, rock and roll, you know, v- vocals, harmonies, melodies, punchy bass lines, uh, uh, stuff that will, you know, put a smile on people's face. And when, again, when I heard Trapped in the Echoes for the first time, uh, it, that's exactly what what it did to me. And I'm like, this is awesome. <laughs>
1: Well, I gotta ask because uh, somebody just joined the conversation. Can I ask who was the last person to call in? Uh,
6: Phil Wax.
2: Oh, hey Phil, how are you, man?
1: How you
6: doing? Are you CC? sure,
2: Phil? Are you sure it wasn't me? Uh, <laughs> somebody me.
1: just called in like this past two minutes. Mate. Wait,
2: wait, who was who was the latest? <laughs> Phil Wax. No, not the drummer. <laughs> Area code four eight four. That's
1: me. My 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 email even
6: starts with four (laughs) eight four.
1: All right, so let's move on to me. Who's who's me?
6: Phil Wax.
1: Phil. Phil.
6: Drums and percussion.
1: You've been involved in you know, I, I watched this past week, you shared some of the stuff that you did previously, some of the material that you did um with other bands and stuff. Uh same question that I asked Dave, I'm gonna ask you, Phil, is what uh, makes I've Never this... played with another band.
4: <laughs>
6: AWBG is the only band I've ever played with. <laughs>
1: Experience
6: different for you, Phil. Uh, Well, I'll tell you, I've been in a lot of bands um, in my lifetime, so that last statement wasn't true. Um, And since, um, I mean, professionally since 1985, and the majority of the bands I've been in um, until the last few years were all original bands. Um, that might have thrown in a cover here and there kind of thing uh, like we do. Um, But I never really felt um, – I never had as much hope, I'll say, um, for any of those bands like I do with this band. Um, And I never really liked the music as much as I liked the music with this band, you know? I believe in the in the songwriting and the lyrics um, because I can relate to <laughs> all the lyrics uh, that, that Mickey writes, you know? Um, just because of my, my past experiences um, and some present, you know? So, yeah, I, I can really uh, relate to the music. I feel it, you know? And um, I believe in this band 100%. And not to mention... I, I'm close to these guys; they're like my brothers, you know. Like I consider Mickey, you know, one of my very closest friends uh, on the planet, you know. Um,
2: and I'm so well, all these else, you know? I'm, yeah. I'm writing all these things down. <laughs> yeah, get it for my Christmas card list. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: I got—I got I to ask Phil. Technically speaking, uh, mm. is this? Any uh, is this different from what you're used to with other with other bands that you played with? Um,
6: Not well. uh, This is more my style. Like it's straightforward, hard hitting. You know, without um, being over the top. Like you know, speed metal. um, You know, which I enjoy playing all that stuff too. But this is more um, my kind of thing, as far as just heavy, you know, hard rock and stuff with with lyrics that really have like deep, actually dark, um, deep mm-hmm. dark lyrics that uh, you know also have a, a message of hope with them, which is which is cool, you know.
1: And so, I'll yeah, be I will this band. Yeah. It, it's something that's really needed right now, man. Like I I that's yeah. the one big thing that attracts me to your music is the, the message of hope that's in there because <laughs> right now with the craziness of the world and everything everybody seems to be fighting over something that you guys keep that positivity going.
6: Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah.
1: So,
4: Especially um what's
6: going on right now? With, with in the world, you know.
4: And
1: so I want to move on to the baby of the bunch, Alex. Man, um, how did you guys? How did you get tied in with these guys, Alex? Are a little bit older than you, but uh,
4: dude, I got to say, I've
1: seen your, I've, I've been to your show a bunch of times, and Alex, you're, you're dead on every time I say it, man. You're great on guitar. How did you end up getting connected with As We Become Ghosts?
7: Thanks. Uh, actually, I walked into Mickey's tattoo shop one day. Uh, a friend had recommended him. And we went in there and we were talking about what I was going to get. And he's asking if there's anything else on my arm. And so I roll up my sleeve and I have, you know, for the majority of the upper part of my arm, I have a big <laughs> tattoo brain food. And so, um,. He, you know, thought that was a little strange and, you know, I was a guitar player and yeah, I told him I'd been playing for a while. And we just got into the conversation. He started showing me some of the songs that he had already written for the project. And, you know, I loved them. And, uh, you know, it didn't take much time. I was over at his house and starting to learn some of the songs and ended up writing echoes real early on with him. And uh, yeah, the rest is kind of history.
1: Man, and it's it's an amazing thing to watch, you guys. Now, uh, going to Mickey, man, um, now, would you say that you, you kind of channeled this whole thing together, or did, how did this whole band come to be?
2: Uh, let's see, ma'am. Well, first of all, uh, the baby of the band. Hey, I'm in the studio right now. I'm just letting you guys know, uh, baby of the band, your Hot Wheels and Legos are still all over the place. If you can please clean those up next time. <laughs> um, no, let me say hi right now to uh, to my brothers Alex and Phil and Dave. It's, uh, it's awesome to have you guys all on here, you know, and us talking about this together.
4: It's a, it's a cool yeah, thing. Man. Yeah.
2: Um, the, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh So anyway, yeah. uh, oh
4: Dave,
2: <laughs> Dave forgot to mention that he's also in a um, a French horn Death Leopard Def tribute. Leopard band. tribute. <laughs> oh Jesus. <geez. Yeah. laughs> yeah all the french ones and uh are going to be doing some stuff uh, upcoming soon so everybody be on the lookout for that anyways uh no is that the blue is that the blue oyster bar yes <laughs> the it's the blue oyster, that's, bar. The <laughs> blue <Yeah>.
4: oyster. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. they
2: specialize
6: uh, in death leopard songs
4: <laughs> yeah um,
2: anyways yeah so uh, i started putting the project together a long time ago you know we're going back well over 3 years and um, I, I remember, like, just I, I just wanted a certain sound, and, and you know, uh, we've talked about this before uh, on your on your program that, you know, I was looking for the right members. You know, it, like I tried out a lot of great guitar players, I tried out other drummers, I tried, you know, and uh, you know, a few have come and gone throughout the project that were that were good, that just you know maybe didn't have enough time to commit or you know just whatever it was, but. uh we had our eye set on Phil a long time ago, and we had sent him a message. And he was involved with quite a few bands. Hell, Phil's involved with quite a few bands right now, as a matter of fact. He's, he's a you know he he he's a fill-in drummer for like quite a few of uh, some of some of the areas, like a, a most great freaking bands, as a matter of fact, you know. And um, you know, so uh, Phil was a little bit busy at the time. We got we brought somebody else aboard at the moment. Uh, Steve was in the band at the moment. Steve caller was in the band. Um, he was he was the first on board with me a, w- a while ago, and we just kept searching for the right guys. You know, the right guitar player. And like Alex said, uh, you know, I had many guys coming to, to uh, you know to uh, audition, and they just they just they were monster guitar players, but they weren't right. They did not have the feel, the just the the earn the the earn you know earnestness or. Uh, the realness that I was looking for, you know, and uh, when Alex came along, the, the part of that story is, is, he came into the tattoo shop and, you know, we don't we we barely even talked about his tattoo. Hell, the tattoo on his arm is even finished. Like we we started. They couldn't it, we, do the we, tattoo without parental consent. <laughs> 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 but but he looked into one of the songs and uh, <laughs> literally like a day or two after he sends me a lead that he wrote for the song, uh, for the song Overcome, and it's still the exact same lead that's in the song today. I mean, I was like, damn, that's exactly what I'm looking for, you know? Um, but uh, as far as me, you know, uh, you're saying did I kind of, what was the exact question that did I get this all together? How do you say that? They, were, were, you, were
1: you pivotal on putting this whole thing together or did it just kind of fall into place
2: well yeah I was pivotal in putting it all together but like the right guys fell in exactly when they should have, you know what I'm saying right. uh, that's the, that was the universe that, that had nothing to do with me um, all I had to do was sit still long enough and, and be patient long enough for the right guys to come along you know And that's what I was really, truly waiting for. And I was like, you know, I don't care if it it takes forever or if the project never goes anywhere. Without the right guys, the project's going nowhere. And um, all the right guys finally made it here, you know. And uh, we're we're welcoming Dave, uh, you know, Dave aboard now. And uh, like I said, you know, I did an interview the other day and I was talking about how we're really on top of him. He came in and he auditioned and he, he did his homework, he worked really hard. He has big shoes to fill. He was a good bass yep. player, man, in, in this group. And good vocal. And he plays French horn. Right. Right. <laughs> well, and, and that's why when Dave said he played French horn also, we uh, we were like, okay, let's, let's give this guy a listen. <laughs> no, but Dave really, really worked hard and came in here and was prepared. You know? And yep. The one thing about this band – I feel to answer one of your questions from earlier about what's different about this band than other bands that we've been in or or stuff like that is like we're very, very particular and hardworking and we, we don't strive just to be good enough. We don't, we don't want to write a song that's just good enough for filler to to be on the B side, just so we have another song. in our set we want every song to be the A side, you know, single. And we, we want our show to be, 100% 100% awesome. We don't want to just go out and play our songs and you hear us tuning up in between so, Like, we want to play song after song. Like, you know, when you're going to see a professional rock concert at a large stadium, we want to be that band, you know? And we want to be that on a smaller stage until we get to the bigger stage, you know? And um, everybody in this band right now, every member is committed to that and, like, works their asses off and does their part You know, there's not a weak link in this chain, and that is the most important part, you know, of of this brotherhood that we got, so.
4: So, talking talking about the, uh,
1: discussing the songwriting a little bit, um, you guys are now, you guys hit 10,000 views in the first week of the run. What what can you tell me about that song? I mean, I absolutely am floored by that song. I think it's, I, I said it online that this is the song that I believe will take you guys higher than where you are now. Um, yeah. How did that whole song come to play? Uh,
2: I'll give That's a quick overview. Twelve thousand views, actually, just about an hour ago, that song hit twelve thousand views. Yeah, wow. right.
4: yeah.
2: And not only that, a lot of a lot of the people that are, are viewing it, man, are hitting the subscribe button, and they're they're hitting likes, and they're giving us thumbs up, and they're leaving comments. We got we got a couple of good thumbs downers too, man. We got we had one guy who's like uh he's <laughs> like ninety or something like that, and he's like maybe I'm too old, but I hate it, and you guys can do better. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, when we Thanks. start writing whatever you listen to, you know, get back to us. You know, I, I don't know, yeah. <laughs> but uh, right. sure so sure we, sure said, we do have a guy uh, who plays French horn. <laughs> <laughs> but the song, the song, right, the run with the French horn. <laughs> oh, they're the, never going to be down on this one, are they? <laughs> this, is, this is how we – I like to go about writing lyrics or, or messages. Lyrics should be, like, generic enough that everybody can get their own meaning for them. Um, they shouldn't be so black and white that it's like this means that and this means that and that's that. Um, the run was actually about, uh, you know, some people that were, like, in recovery, you know, for from addiction, um, going around to some meetings and finding a better way of life, you know, through – through some recovery programs, and then after they found that better way of life, decided they were going to go back out for one more run. And uh, yeah. it's, it's really their struggle, uh, you know, talking to God the whole time, saying my gift of desperation isn't enough. I, you know, I need your help. I know we've been here before, but I, I, need, I need to ask again. You know, um, dear God, you know, like help me, you know, save me from this run. Um, but we don't mention really anything about drugs and alcohol in there. Um, Alex put together that lyric video, which is pretty kick-ass, and, uh you know, there's only one little part in there that actually shows somebody handing somebody some drugs and then them laying on the street and, and stuff, but, like, we tried not to push that narrative too hard because we want people to, you know, if it's depression or it's anxiety or it's whatever they run to or run from, or we right. want them to be able to get their own feel for, for their, their own struggle, so...
1: And I, I gotta say, uh, I mean, hearing what you hear what you just said about that song really puts it in my heart because my older brother kind of relapsed on drugs and that's how he ended up dying. And yeah, yeah I, it's a very powerful message. And yeah, whoever put the uh, video together, the lyric video, mad kudos to that person, man, because they really did a great oh, job. About that. that that was that's Alex, the,
6: the little boy Alex.
4: <laughs>
6: you know this no. this song the the run um really hit home with me uh I mean before the video or anything I mean when I first heard the words it, it touched a uh, you know uh <laughs> spot in my heart because of my you know uh I've been there many times over um you know until 2013 when I finally surrendered surrendered to it, you know, and and, That's and right. finally gave up and and uh turned my life around. But um that that you know, that song the, the first time I heard it, it you know, I got chills. I wasn't even in the band yet when I when I heard that song the first time. And um it really touched my heart because um you know, my my life today is about you know, trying to help the next um struggling Uh, or recovering person, you know, because that's what helps me stay clean. You know what I mean? Um, Yes, right. It's like you got to give it away to keep it. And um, seeing that video now, too, that Alex put together is just awesome. Um, You know, he really hit hit, uh, the the nail on the head with that one, um, which makes it even that much more intense for me watching the video and listening to the words. Um, and you know anybody uh, who knows me, you know I think my kids are listening right now, actually. So um, yeah.
1: you know, so, so you know. we're going to go ahead and listen to that song now, guys. Uh, take a quick break. We're going to listen to the run. Here it is, guys. So that was the run, guys. Uh, once again, kudos on the new single, man. It's great. It looks like it's going great places just in the first week. Um, but I also wanted to touch base with you guys a little bit, Mickey. You, uh, I know you've had your experience in the local scene for a long time. What are you seeing now out of this new out of this? I don't want to say newer scene, but it feels like there's a resurgence going on. Yeah, well,
2: look, man. There's there's not the clubs there's not the clubs around that there were back in the day. You know, right. back in the day when mm-hmm. Bill and I were out there, man. You know, uh, like <laughs> we're going back to Empire. like eighty nine and ninety. You know, and there was like Empire Rock Club and Galaxy, Bonnie's Rocks, the uh, depend- like big places. You know, and. Uh, yeah and people actively went out to see rock shows, you yeah, know, yeah. let's, for, let's forget everything that's go, That's going on with COVID and, uh, you know, the restrictions and, uh, the limitations that, that, uh, are being put, you know, for the past 20 years, man, most, most clubs and bars, they hire tribute bands and, uh, and cover bands. There's a lot yeah. of bands out there that do that very well. Um,
4: yeah, but it's yeah.
2: not a very good avenue for original music. And let's take all of that aside. We're we're living in a digital world with uh, you know, with social media. And social media, you know, gets people like I mean, we got DoorDash, man. We don't even have to go to McDonald's anymore, you know? McDonald's comes to us.
4: <laughs> and yeah.
2: try to get people to come out and invest a night into a rock show, you know what I mean that that we've spent Endless hours in, in blood, sweat, and tears putting together is is almost impossible with like the right swipe, left swipe, you know, uh, mentality of the world. You know, and I'm not, I'm not trying to paint everybody with a broad brush. There are you know some some rockers out there that are you know are coming out and seeing these shows, but it's a it's a very challenging thing these days. How to get people to come out to the show and make the scene now. The biggest thing is is what we need again in this world is is live music. No, nonetheless, not not just even original. We we need clubs and places to open up, and we need you know we too many places are shutting down, man. You know, timeouts going out of business. Uh, I just heard, and there's only a rumor right now, but I heard the Brighton Bar is closing up.
4: And uh, yeah, I just heard that uh, too. Yeah, well,
2: a couple of my sources, and they say that's not one hundred percent true as of yet, but. There's been talk. So, um, but what I'm getting at is, you know, we need places to play. You know, original rock needs places to play. You know, and there's there's only a handful of places right now. Bar thirteen. The uh, how is it really pronounced? Is it the bore? Uh, bore. The bore. Yeah, bore. It, it's a French yep. term. Yeah. Right. Well, you know. There's places like that, you know, that that are, you know, doing some good stuff. You know, Stephen Weiss down there with North Step, and you're involved in, a, you know, some shows down there. Uh you got Matthew Jester who owns Bar 13 has been, you know, going strong for a long time for the for the original rock and roll industry, you know, I man. Yeah. Which is pretty awesome, man, you know, like um you got lots of uh lots of promoters out there and we all know them all, you know. Bradley with Bradley Entertainment. You got uh, Michael Albuquerque with Magnetar Concert Promotions. Will Mass with uh, uh, Rock Metal Records, you know, and and promotions. Uh, Leanne McAmey, Soul Shine Entertainment. You know, there's there's lots of people out there that are, you know, are are pushing and trying to get the original rock scene moving again. Like, make Mm -hmm. a scene. And that's, that's really important, man. You know, and I give all those guys props, those guys and gals props. Guys and gals, because that's what we need, you know? Yeah. Yep.
1: And you know that's Absolutely. a big pivotal Reason this is the second Year that we've done it um, We're doing it the day of your show Down at Bure Is the uh, the luncheon We It's something that went over pretty well Last year and we're trying to add More to it this year But the idea of getting all these like-minded People in the same location And being able to bounce things off each other And see what we can do to help each other And uh, I think that it's time that we kind of do that, build forces together like that. Yeah,
2: absolutely. More importantly, what yep. are, what are you exactly serving at the luncheon? Uh... Uh,
1: it's actually <laughs> each person's going. They're, they're going to have the menu. Each person's kind of responsible the for their own lunch. Um, yeah, right, it's, just a, it's just a chance to get together. Is it the beret? The beret menu? Yes. So it's oh, all nice. New Orleans style barbecue themed. Yeah,
6: like Cajun stuff. Uh, yeah, they got some good food there. All right, we and, uh,
1: see everybody down there early. Yeah. yeah, we had gator last year, so gator's definitely on their menu. But yeah,
4: yeah we're we great, great menu.
1: We're hoping with the promoters and everyone else that's involved, uh, the luncheon will be at one o'clock, and. Uh, The idea is to kind of run it one to four, give everybody a little break afterwards, and then uh, come back for the show. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
1: Cool, man. So, but yeah, really excited to see you guys down there. It's an early evening. Um, As far as shows are concerned, I know you guys were at Bar 13 not too long ago. Anything else coming up?
2: Yeah. (laughs) Anybody want to take those, or do you want me to grab them?
6: Uh, ahead, what the other shows? Yeah. Uh. uh um. Uh, <laughs> go ahead, Dave. you got. No, I can I can name a couple. I'm not sure where every one of them is, but I know. Uh, here, here, I got this right. Want to hear? All right, we got yeah, you, um Bar thirteen on April seventeenth. We got um. The May fifteenth down to Beret. Uh we got June fifth at halftime uh in Newark Delaware. Um and then we have um July twenty fourth. Where's that, Nick?
2: Um, I would have to check the notes on those two. Is that Milo's? Milo's meeting house, that one? I don't know if that's gonna be Milo's. We we had a right. we had a list of a bunch of shows that we we're gonna be doing through Soul Shine, but um we're trying to we're trying to figure out, you know, where sometimes the clubs are to be announced. So we'll have yeah. to get back yeah. up on those two, two events.
6: And then August seventh. We have um somewhere too.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's that's also on the soul Shine productions. Yeah. I have I have written down, they're not on my notes in front of me. Okay. The only two that I, yeah. you know I have in front of me is the Saturday, April seventeenth at Bar thirteen. And that's uh, Rocky Blue, national yeah, act, man. coming through from Nashville. It's yeah. headlining that. Um, he's one of Bradley's bands. Uh, I think Bradley's managing them at the moment. Um, yeah. That's going to be with uh, Ghost of the Mill. That's going to be with uh, Zenora, fucking awesome dudes.
8: With yeah. the Green,
2: another Woo-hoo. group of fucking awesome dudes. And, uh, of course, the uh, As We Become Ghost guys are going to be there. And so Yeah, that's that got to do with the oh, French man. horn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're 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 looking forward to that, and we uh, obviously we have the uh, May fifteenth show down there with uh, Shades of Gray um, and Rat Rod. Is, uh, yeah, yeah. Is, uh, and uh, isn't um, isn't David coming up from Tonal Crust to do like a little bit of an acoustic thing? Maybe. Yeah, David is starting. Uh, he's got
1: a new uh, outfit together that he's calling Black yeah. Rose Rebellion. And what's yeah, really the- interesting about Black Rose Rebellion is there's a female front to the band, but not just that. His wife plays drum drums back.
2: for the band. Yeah, his wife plays
1: yeah. drums. He's kind of like in the middle of that
2: sandwich. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. So, you need
4: to. Yeah, you it's need going to be have-
1: great, man. That'll be. Uh, they're, they're kicking it yeah. off with, uh, I believe, two acoustic songs. But then their first uh, gig together will be uh, July 31st at my birthday, Bastion Bar 13th. And uh, great to see you guys are playing different venues, man. We're halftime. The stage at halftime is fantastic.
6: Yeah, just played it last weekend. Huge date. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, it's a great show.
1: But uh, now as far as you, you mentioned, some of the bands that you guys are involved with, are there uh, certain bands that you guys like to be on the same bill as, or certain bands that you guys kind of uh, befriended
2: in the middle of all this?
6: Yeah, yep. Yeah, there's
2: there's quite a few of them, Ben. But uh, Zenora, we really, yep, we really love those yeah, guys. We, we'd love to go on like a tour with those guys. You know what I mean? Uh,
8: get yeah. along with
2: them. They are kick ass dudes. Young, they got the, they got the show. They got the tunes. They got the the energy man, they're just uh, really kick ass fan. They got it all going on. Whiskey Grin is man. always a bunch of fun dudes to to be around and play with man and just great yep. guys, you know that but
1: And the number one thing I can say for Zenora is they're humble as well. They're they're not full of themselves.
2: Right. Oh yeah. Right. They're great. That's that's the other thing, you know. Like the 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 humbleness that I see in those guys, you know, we, we share that, you know, we don't, mm-hmm. we don't care about all the, the little details. It's like, you know, you know, we need this spot we got to do this. And we like, Hey man, we just want to show up and we want to play and, uh, and we want to get along with everybody, you know, and just, that, that's what we're all about, man. We just, we just want to go out and, and play and share our music with the world, you know, and, and we don't, have a bunch of that ego and that attitude going on and we see that in Zenora as well. And we love that about them.
1: Absolutely. Now, um, touch bass, base. I just wanted to bring up one more song for you guys, uh, that I want to play because it just seems to be one of those songs that kind of connects the entire band. I, I heard you guys mention it a couple of times earlier, uh, trapped in the echoes. Could you give me a little bit of the behind the scenes on that one? <laughs>
2: Go ahead, Mick. <laughs> you want to jump in there, Alex? Yeah, all right.
7: Yeah, uh, <laughs> all right. I think I uh <laughs> that one was kind of an accident. Um, I was going over to Mickey's I think to learn maybe Butterfly State or one of the one of the other songs that he had already written before, you know, the band kind of came together. And I remember messing around with the, the riff it's like the night before just a little bit. And so I was just tuning up and kinda of playing it and he noticed it and he was asking you know, what's that? I was like, Oh, I don't I don't know. I just kinda of, like, came up with it last night messing around. And like
2: I think I had had, you know, maybe part of the course or something too. And uh yeah, he you had a good bit you, you pretty much had all the parts there. You know, yeah you I mean, it pretty together. much touch everything uh, I just yeah, I'm saying, like screw it, yourself. man. We're working on your tune. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, how about the words, the lyrics? Well, I
6: think
2: that's what we're getting at here. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, so Alex really, Alex really had uh, you know all, pretty much all the music down. Every once in a while, he, he, we all come in with cool riffs. You know what I mean? And w- Alex and I have been writing a lot and a lot more together. Um, you know, we co-wrote uh, Firefly together. Um, you know, we have a lot of, of songs that we're, we're trying to get down to, getting working on right now. And, uh, but this particular riff, I was just like, man, that's just, it sounds comfortable. It feels like home. You know what I mean? Like something about that riff. And I said, do you have anything more? And he said, yeah, well, uh, this is what I was thinking for, like, maybe the pre-chorus or the chorus. And he pretty much had all the music, you know, elements there for a great song. And I, I pretty much had ideas and melodies in my head immediately. And, uh, Trapped in the Echoes just kept coming through my head. Uh, again, you know, Trapped, the lyric, the lyrical content for Trapped in the Echoes is like, you know, the older we get sometimes you know, we, we kind of get stuck and we, uh, with, with, uh, you know, what's, what's going on in life and everything else. And, uh, we always just remember, like, all that stuff when we were growing up, and we always remember all the good times, you know, and, uh, and being young and just, like, having all these dreams and making all your plans for life and staying out all night and just talking about it underneath the stars and, you know, stuff like that, and then, like, you know, and then your life gets different than that, you know, and uh, so it's... Uh, it's it's being stuck sometimes, you know what I mean, and just like living in the echoes, the the, the you know just the memories of the past.
4: You yeah.
2: Know, when like, you know, when really there's there's some hope to that. It's about like, you know, we can, you know, we can live in the here and now, man. We really can, you know. It's like it's the the message is about not really being trapped in the echoes. If you understand what I'm trying to you know? Right. Right. Uh, so it's just because here it is.
4: Trapped in the echoes. This
3: is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation. Rock and Roll Union and North Step Productions, in conjunction with Boo Ray Atlantic City, proudly present Jersey Shore Jam 2. May 15th, featuring As We Become Ghosts and Rat Rod. It's been a long, cold winter, and now it's time to rock. Also appearing, the Rock and Roll Union house band Shades of Grey, playing all of your favorites from the 60s to now. All COVID regulations will be in place. Tickets are available at eventbrite.com and are extremely limited, so get them before they run out. Doors open at 6 and showtime is at 7. Rat Rod, As We Become Ghosts, and Shades of Grey. Jersey Shore Jam 2, May 15th at Boo Ray, 201 South New York Avenue, Atlantic City. Did I mention there's free parking? Don't miss it. and subscribe to the greatest wrestling podcast network in the world. Listen to HIAC Wrestling Podcast today.
8: VOC Nation provides live daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with the hosts and guests by phone call, email, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include the legendary Ken Resnick, you probably remember from the AWA and WWE, former WCW performer, the Maestro,
5: sometimes I cry. You have to tune in to find out why. And I also take your calls. I love chatting with you guys and seeing what the hell you guys are thinking. So meet me here on the VOC Nation. Be there or be square.
4: The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network.
1: All right. So we are back with As We Become Ghosts, guys. Thank you so much for being with us again. And uh, so, guys, i got to ask, if for anyone that wants to find your music, find your pages, uh, as far as social media, music is concerned, any kind of merch, how do they go about doing that? Alex? Yeah, we got, um, we're on Facebook. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram,
7: YouTube. And we do have a website now, um, we're all our, our music's also on uh, Apple Music. Spotify, YouTube Music, um, any of the main um, streaming. iTunes.
4: Website. Yep. Yeah.
1: Awesome. So, uh, what's next for you guys? What are we looking at? Any forthcoming singles? Or I, I know you guys have been in the studio very busy. What's coming? Yeah, next you, in kind of, you,
2: guys? you kind of. You kind of let one out of the bag, by the way, because we weren't releasing uh, Firefly for about another month.
3: Lol. Yeah. L well, uh,
2: well. <laughs> Yeah. So what we're doing right now is we're shooting an actual live performance video for the the song Firefly. I have to say. It like yeah, you said it right. Like <laughs>
4: yeah, Firefly. And
2: uh, so that's the next one we're going to be dropping. We have two more that we uh, have been recording over at at the studio. So. We're, we're trying to do like every at least maybe once a month to every two months uh, in that kind of time period, do a new drop of a new song with uh, with something like lyric video and or a video for it. You know, so that's kind of where we're at right now. And then uh, we are going to get really really strong back here in our secret lair where we rehearse and, uh, mm-hmm. and get right because we uh, we got some tunes that we need to get written. So,
1: uh once
2: you guys have
1: released things for a little while, are you looking at putting it all together on like a
2: so, like one whole album?
4: Yeah, yeah we're doing a
2: six, six song uh six song E P at first. Uh, we feel like maybe like, you know, a full length album, you know, people again in this world where they left to right and right to white. What the hell is going on? Is somebody data <laughs> tip? Sorry, I'm cleaning up my yeah. Put it on it. up his
7: legos. <laughs> yeah.
6: So we're taking,
2: <laughs> we're taking six song, six song EP. You know what I mean. Keep their interest, and uh, then we'll do another six song EP. Who knows?
4: Man. Yeah.
2: So uh, my last question for you guys
1: is: once all the precautions, once COVID's finally behind us. What is your ultimate goal at this point?
4: Go ahead, everybody. Tour.
7: Tour. Tour, tour. yeah. Sky's the limit. Tour. Tour,
5: and it'd be, you know, it'd it be a dream. You know, touring itself would be, this is Dave, by the way, uh, touring itself would be a, a dream come true uh, in itself, but if, if if, you know, the seas parted, and if We got the 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 rays of any kind of higher power upon us. You know, it would be awesome to, you know, get some income from this and you know say this is our professional career. You know, I would I would love to quit my day job to say hey, I've quit my day job because I'm gonna be a rock star. You know that it's it's a dream. Uh, I'll never let go. Yeah, Dave's never been Um, on tour before. (laughs) Yeah, you know, well I've I've. Then with not on the tour tour no the local shows and then of course my uh, previous cover band but uh, that was never a tour that you know I played yeah. out but I'm never on tour but um, I'll yeah, be honest, get, yeah, yeah that would just be that'd be the dream come true
2: yeah I'll be honest I mean it would be really really awesome you know to tour around and play some big shows at some great places and share our music with with the world you know that, that would be the ultimate goal. I think that's the ultimate goal for anybody who puts their heart and soul into an original project because it's a labor of love, man. You know, I mean, you barely ever even make a dime off of, you know, off of making a record anymore, you know? and uh, Yeah. But even if it just came to the point that we created together an amazing album <laughs> that will be here long after we're gone, and uh, we we got it into the hands of people and we went out and we rocked rock them in melted faces at every show that we, we, even the smallest of any of those shows, I would be completely happy and content with that by the end of it all. Because yep. Yep. the the passion from every member of this band, we leave it on that stage every time. And they, that's yep. the most important thing. But, um, yeah, touring would be amazing, well, man. It would be a cool thing. Plus it helps when Mickey
5: is... Uh threatening us uh in the studio uh, with his belt and yelling at us to make sure we do good. So
2: <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Daddy Mickey's over oh. here right now cleaning up fucking Legos and Xbox. <laughs> <laughs>
5: but I I'm, I'm, I'm going to add I'm going to add this um you know as a guy that's Does that have anything been on to do these, with Jeff mm, Leopard? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs>
4: I don't say <laughs> thank <anything>. God. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what I will say you.
5: is, um, what's different about this band for me is uh, uh, the leadership of this band. Um, I, I haven't, I haven't had a leader like Mick, and Mick doesn't like to say the leader role, but he, he is what he is, um, and, and he he keeps us in line and he keeps us focused, and he. He, he does a, a boatload of work for this band. Um, yeah. And, uh, and I, I can't thank him enough. And as the new guy in the band, you know, I want to be involved and I I want to take some of that burden off to of him because th- there's a lot. And, um, you know, yeah, everybody's, I want to help.
2: Everybody's been chipping in with all that stuff. You know, every Alex has been doing all of our social media stuff. Uh, you know, you know, Phil, you know, has been no more than ten minutes late every rehearsal.
4: Uh,
6: (laughs) hey, but he put his best foot forward every
4: time. (laughs) Phil is always on the scene and always
2: Phil is always on the scene, and always making contact. Always making contact and dropping stuff with way and and making making sure this project moves forward. He's, hell, the recording studio that we're recording at, you know, it was because Phil dropped that name of that guy, and it turned out to be the best thing that could have ever happened to his band as far as recording went, you know? Um, you know, Dave has, has put his heart and soul on this, coming to the band, you know, he's like, you know, what happened to over here? You know, it's like I, like like everybody's, you know, doing their part, and everybody's trying to do as much as they can to uh, – to make sure that this is, like, the biggest, strongest project we can have, man. So it's really
4: awesome.
1: Yeah. That's right. Well, guys, thank you so much for being with us tonight, man. I want to wish all you guys a happy Easter for tomorrow. And, uh, man, you you, you know, I can't wait for May 15th when you guys are gracing the stage for the Union. But uh, I'm sure I'll be seeing you April 17th before that, so.
4: Yeah. Very hey, awesome. I
1: want a little shout out to my
6: daughter, Tristan, uh, and Cass Cassidy if she's listening. Um I think Tristan's on there listening. Um and uh hopefully we can get, get them out to some shows too. Cass has been out to see the band, um and hopefully Tristan will be out uh this next uh in a couple of weeks. Cool. Um but uh yeah, thanks C T. And uh, I wanted to say, Dave, you know, what you were saying about Mickey, you know, being the leader and everything, he really is. And I just thought maybe you should get his name tattooed right under Joe Elliott
4: (laughs) on your arm. (laughs) I had to. (laughs) <laughs> all right, I'm done.
6: <laughs> I couldn't let that one go, man. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it's all fun. Um, I can't crack yeah, the lip joke, Mickey do it. <laughs> all right.
1: Hey,
4: I love all, right, all your muckle heads. So
1: you have thanks a great for all you guys, you and your families, and uh, we'll be talking soon. Thank you. Right, all right, thanks. later. Have a later. great night,
8: guys. See ya. You too. Yeah. So nice. there
1: was As We Become ghosts, guys. A lot of good stuff coming up from them, guys. If you want to see them, the next time that I know of is April 17th. We'll be partying it up part thirteen for the lovely Dee's birthday. Hopefully she's uh, – and um, I have all faith that she will be over the COVID and past all that stuff by then. Guys, I want to wish all you guys a happy Easter, you and your family uh, we're kind of postponing the holiday until after the wifey feels better. But make you guys spend amazing time with family tomorrow, amazing time with friends, and whatever you guys are doing. We have a great show scheduled for next week. We have the smash up artist, Bill McClintock, man. I'm a huge fan. Really looking forward to talking to him next week. And then for a second interview. Well, not even a second interview. I believe the third time on the show we're going to have Mark Knight of Mark Knight and the Unsung Heroes and a Bang Tango. So, guys, until next time, man, uh, I'm a little uh, – just, just want to say my happiest of Easters, may you guys all be blessed tomorrow, and until next time, guys remember rock and roll. Have a good week.